At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. This is Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. To run a successful business, you need resources, valuable connections, and community recognition. Business Inspires will provide you with the tools, resources, and examples to inspire you to create the business you're envisioning. Here's Michelle Wilson, Executive Director of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Welcome to our first of many Business Inspires podcasts. In this episode, we're speaking with Laura Oldham of Starburst Media. Laura, thank you so much for being our first guest on Business Inspires. Thank you for having me. We want to talk to you today about um, your decision to start a business, move to Columbus, all of those things that you did a few years back, and uh, just be candid, and uh, we just want to hear your real story. So let's start out with a fun question, which was, what did Laura want to be when she grew up? (laughs) That is a funny question, um, because I wanted to be so many different things. Um, (laughs) I would say probably top 10, I wanted to be a writer an actress, a restaurant owner, um, a scientist. (laughs) Um, I wanted to be in math. I really enjoyed history and considered psychology. So it was really... Well, that's very right brain, left brain. (laughs) It was kind of all over the place. It switched every week. So one week I'd be writing 20-page novels. The next week I would be cooking gourmet grilled cheese for my siblings. So it was kind of all over the place. That's, that's awesome. So um, how, how does some of your childhood dreams tie into what you do today? Well, it, I was kind of thinking about that a few weeks ago, actually. Like, where did I land where I am now, which is on the internet? Um, it's funny because every day I kind of do a little bit of all the things I wanted to do. Um, I write every day, not necessarily for Saturday Night Live like I wanted to, but (laughs) I get to write, sometimes funny for some clients, sometimes very serious law firm content, but it's all over the place, which kind of, I mean, when I was a kid, what I wanted to be was all over the place. So from day to day, everything is different. There's really not any predictability, which is something that I thrive on, is, is the constant stress of what might pop up day-to-day, and that's something that I really like um, about just having my own small business because I do accounting, which I like. I was in an accounting club in high school (laughs) and and won statewide competitions. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, there's the math, there's the words, there's acting like I like to network (laughs) because it's such a hard thing for me. (laughs) There's just a little bit of all the things I always wanted to do. And Laura, you serve as our chamber president, so um, networking is a big part of what a chamber does, and we connect businesses, and, and you do you do, do that, and um, that's great that you you can act that way, but also that you do you, you do a very good job of it, and you do help us connect businesses each day. So um, you touched a little bit on what you do with business, but tell us about Starburst Media. Sure. So I started Starburst Media almost seven years ago. Um, I was living in Chicago without any financial responsibilities. So it was very easy for me to quit. At the time, I was working at two different bars as well as an internet startup. So it wasn't 
it wasn't difficult to, to kind of throw everything to the side because I didn't have a mortgage or a child or all the things <laughs> that I, you know, have as commitments today. And I was very fortunate where my then boyfriend, now husband, encouraged me to do it and said he would be willing to financially support me during the inevitably hard first few years. Um, but my background was in journalism and and advertising copywriting was kind of the jump I took after college and then digital marketing, working with some internet startups. So I kind of wanted to roll up all of the, the skills basically that I'd come up with and try to come up with a way to do it for myself that wasn't having to work 80 hour weeks so that I could, you know, actually pay my rent in Chicago. Um, so what I started, I thought I was going to be just copywriting and social media because that's what I had all the experience in. But every single business that came to me and that I, you know, talked to, they all wanted help with their websites. Every small business needed even the simplest website. So and this was, you know, seven years ago, I started taking classes on Linda and Skillshare and whatever other free or very inexpensive services I could find to learn HTML and CSS and a little bit about, you know, PHP and JavaScript. And I'm not an expert necessarily in coding, but I know enough that I can get a simple website for a small business together, you know, pretty quickly. And it's evolved a lot since then where I work with a lot you know, bigger businesses and more complicated websites. But at the very beginning, the whole goal was to be able to help like people like my parents, both of them own their own small businesses. And the big issue that they had was they would want a website, but developers would charge them a ton and not be willing to help them, you know, when they need to make small changes. So what I wanted to do was come up with a way to um, basically empower these small business owners to make changes themselves. So my philosophy has always been to provide, you know, tutorials at the end when a website's launched so that the small business owner doesn't necessarily need to depend upon someone like me when they, you know, have a new employee join their team. So that was kind of how I evolved into doing websites. And now day to day, probably about 80% of my time is doing websites and the social media and copywriting is done um by my assistant who does a fantastic job of keeping up with that, whereas I am really enjoying doing the website work now. So that's what you prefer it's, and that's what it's evolved to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I still like helping with the social media, but the older and more tired I get, day-to-day social media posting is a little tough. So what was the very first website you designed? It was actually um, at the bar I was working at the time. It was for Patty Long's Beer and Bacon Pub in Chicago. It was um, a $300 bar trade. <laughs> so <laughs> the first website I built, um, I got a lot of bacon <laughs> and, and some beer and out of it. Okay, great. <laughs> um, it, 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 God bless Pat, the owner, <laughs> being willing to let me try it and having faith in me. But he was that was my first um big, quote-unquote, big website and my first like ongoing social media client. And it was really fun to watch them. Um, they landed on the Travel Channel and the Food Network and all these other places while I was doing the social media. And it felt, it felt like, hey, this is, you know, this is actually helping their business. So it was a really cool way to start. And what brought you to Columbus? Well, we – what Doug and I realized was – we could we had gotten what we wanted to get out of Chicago basically we weren't going to the museums we weren't going to the beach to play volleyball we were going to the same you know bar and restaurant down the street ordering in the same chinese takeout but we were paying a lot more 
for a very, very small place. And when we got serious about, you know, we're going to want a family at some point, we want a house. And if we want to do that in Chicago, we're going to need to make millions of dollars more <laughs> because we weren't we weren't interested necessarily in moving to the Chicago suburbs um, where it takes two hours to get into the city. So we did a tour of the Midwest basically and considered different cities. We like Pittsburgh, Louisville, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. And we came to visit Columbus. It was the first time I'd been here since uh, college, which I had in my head what Columbus was, and it was you know, being drunk on Iuka and these other streets <laughs> on campus. And we came to Columbus to visit just to see, you know, what it was like. And it happened to be ComFest weekend and we fell in love. And it, we we just, what a great energy. Young city, but not necessarily in age, but more so in the way that the city felt like it's on the verge of really growing into something even more awesome than it already is. So, and another very irresponsible um, but gut reaction, we got on Craigslist and we we found an apartment and we didn't see it before we got it, but it's in the Grandview area and we rolled up with a U-Haul at about 10 o'clock on a Tuesday night. Um, we're like, oh my gosh, look at this adorable neighborhood. <laughs> there's this cute little theater, there's all these restaurants and bars and it was just kind of by dumb luck that we landed in the area after doing some research on LinkedIn and Yelp and We've just loved the Tri-Village area. We moved five and a half years ago, and now we have a house in Upper Arlington, and we have a, a yard and a dog <laughs> and a child and all the things that we knew, you know, almost a decade ago that were not going to happen within the city limits of Chicago. Michelle will be right back with her guest on Business Inspires right after this. The historic neighborhood of Grandview and its surrounding area have long been one of Central Ohio's top dining destinations, and over the past few years, it has steadily become even more diverse and innovative in its offerings. Hi, this is Bethia Wolf from Columbus Food Adventures. We're proud to offer our Grandview Avenue walking food tour with its exciting mix of landmark restaurants, bakeries, and other food stops. The contrast between the established and the new is one of the themes of this food tour. You'll experience dependably sublime cooking from restaurant stalwarts such as Third and Hollywood and Filio, as well as bites from newer restaurants in the neighborhood. There'll be seven food and beverage stops in total, as well as the sharing of the history of the neighborhood as we stroll along the Grandview Avenue strip. In total, the tour will provide enough delicious food to replace one meal. The walking tour starts at 2.30pm on Saturdays and lasts approximately three hours. The tour runs year-round. Buy tickets now at columbusfoodadventures.com. Thanks to Destination Grandview and the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership for letting us be part of this Business Inspires. Keep listening after the Business Inspires podcast for more information about Columbus Food Adventures. And now back to Michelle and her guest on Business Inspires. So how did you start um, your business here? How did you reach out to potential clients and, and establish yourself? You know, this is going to be the greatest endorsement for the chamber. But the first thing I did before I even moved endorse away <laughs> before I even moved to Columbus was I um, I reached out to Michelle and I said I'm I'm a small business owner looking to grow my business and I'm going to be moving. Actually, I said I'm going to be moving to Grandview and um, we set up our meeting at Stoffs and that was a day or two after I, we had moved to Columbus and Michelle told me that we were actually in Fifth by Northwest 
not in Grandview. <laughs> so <laughs> the Craigslist uh, listing wasn't necessarily completely truthful, but that's totally fine. We're in the Grandview area. And I met with you and joined the chamber, I think, the next day. Started coming to all the luncheons and being very nervous about it. But it was honestly the best move I could make as far as I met so many people who immediately were like, oh, my gosh, I, you know, I've been looking for someone who could help me with my website. You know, I have a, a, a local restaurant or a travel agency or whatever. And it's been wonderful where I've had a chance to work with all these small businesses, especially in the Tri-Village area. And I feel like I get to make great connections with these people and actually hopefully make a difference in their business and their day-to-day lives. Well, I, I definitely think you do. And I think that's the beauty of our area is that, um, and, and working with other small business owners is that you, you get to make these connections and they become friends down the road or they come back to you for more business. And, and if it's, uh, for instance, coding or something that is something you might need to farm out, then, you know, we refer these, these businesses on to other people and we, we keep all of these connections going and it's, it's very uh, beneficial to everybody involved. So tell me what some of the challenges you have been through or faced as a small business owner, whether it was just starting out or, or even currently, what are some challenges that you're facing? I mean, I'd say month to month, the challenges change. Um, Obviously, the biggest stress is whether I will be able to pay my bills. <laughs> so, um, it, because month to month, you don't know how much work is going to come in and how many, you know, computers are going to crash. Which last year I had two computers that needed to be completely replaced, which was, you know, thank goodness I could. But it, it, you just don't know what's going to pop up day to day. It and. Being able to pay for childcare is a real is a real stress when you don't know every two weeks you're going to get you know this dollar amount check. Um, and, I mean that's been a stress from the beginning, and I can't imagine any day when it's going to be completely out of the picture. Um, I always have a fear that maybe I, I just I want my clients to always be happy. I want them to feel like they are getting value from my work, and that's something that I will probably always second guess myself on but you know so what I in my office I've surrounded myself with thank you cards from clients from the last seven years to try to remind myself that people do appreciate what I'm doing and the time and effort that goes into the work we do for them even if they don't always all send thank you cards (laughs) I've been fortunate to have a lot who were very kind and did I was going to ask you how um, how you persevere when you when you face a challenge, and if it sounds like one of your big challenges is um, is self assurance, and so you know you're surrounding yourself with those those notes, and uh, I'm sure that gets you through moments. But was there one really great piece of advice that somebody gave you along the way that um, really made you want to stick with what you were doing and not throw in the towel and go find a a corporate job that does guarantee a every two week paycheck with benefits? Um, I mean, so when I said I was going to start this, everyone said that it was a foolish decision and by all means it was, but, uh, Doug stuck by me and said, you know, this is your best bet because I don't really fit into a, a a perfect job from a corp for a corporate job. I don't, there's nothing that would be my dream to do day to day. Um, so for me being able to have all these crazy things that pop up is actually something that's good for me. Um, as far as 
good advice, just sticking with it and believing in myself is the, a, a thing that I strive to do every day. Um, my office has all these inspirational quotes that I put up <laughs> on the wall and some banners and pennants, and I just try to keep it as the most positive. Like, I literally switched to a standing desk, so I'm always up oh, <laughs> physically. <laughs> um, but I, I, I would say just trying to stick with it, but, you know, being realistic. Sure. How about um, talking about some of the sacrifices it takes to be a business owner, a small business owner? So when I first started out and I did not have tons of clients, it was a picnic to work for myself. <laughs> like literally living in Chicago, we would Doug and I would say, do you want to go to the Cubs game today? Sure. It's Wednesday afternoon. Why not? Let's walk to Wrigley. And that is not my reality anymore. <laughs> um but, you know, at, at first someone said, yeah, when you work for yourself, you can work whatever 16 hours a day you want. And at first I was like, oh, yeah, haha. But more and more that is the reality that it's I'm, – I'm fortunate that I really like what I do because I'm working most nights and weekends to try to make sure that I'm staying on top of all the requests. Um, but – I'd say work-life balance is probably the biggest thing that you kind of have to accept. You're never going to get exactly right, especially once you have kids, because there's all these wonderful ideas in your head of how things will look. When you have children and you work for yourself, you say, oh, I'm, I'm going to be around so much more, and I can work from home instead of having daycare. And the last year and a half of my life has definitely taught me a lot of lessons where there's not going to be a perfect balance, but you know, accept whatever it is at that time and just kind of love it as much as you can. That's great. So what, if anything, would you perhaps do differently if you were starting your business today, already established in Columbus, Ohio, and with family? And I would have maybe $100,000 to back me up <laughs> when I started so I could be a little bit smarter with the way things went. But I don't know. Um, it's hard to say. If I started my business now, I'm a very different person at a very different time in my life than I was almost a decade ago where things would have to be a lot more calculated. I would probably be going to classes <laughs> to make sure that I'm making a well-thought-out business plan instead of just kind of shooting from the hip. Um, I'm, I'm fortunate that things have worked out how they have because on paper – things probably shouldn't have because a lot of reckless decisions were made based <laughs> entirely upon my gut, such as moving to Columbus, Ohio, just because we thought it had a nice vibe. Like that is a ridiculous and decision, it but out, I, mean, it, I mean, it did work out great. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, um, I'd like to kind of wrap this up with, uh, how does Laura Oldham define success? Um, for me, I would say success is being able to comfortably pay my bills and feel like I'm making a difference in the people's lives that I talk to every day. Um, it means a lot to me when the general tone of emails, texts, Facebook messages, and calls from clients, because I get all of them constantly, when they're positive, I feel like, okay, this is, I'm doing the right thing. This is, this is good. Um, I would say just being able to pay my bills and keep clients happy. That's what I, my, I would say is my success. And, you know, day to day <laughs> depends how you define it. 
Well, congratulations. And we're so happy to have you and Starburst here in our area and, and certainly helping a lot of clients. And if people wanted to find Starburst, how would they do that? You can visit my website, starburstcolumbus.com. Um, it's got a lot of clients on the portfolio from the Tri-Village area, thanks to, honestly, my involvement with the chamber. The then Grandview Area Chamber, now Tri-Village Chamber, has been fantastic for me to be able to find people to work with. Great. Thank you so much, Laura. We appreciate you joining us on Business Inspires. Thank you. Thanks for subscribing, downloading, and listening to Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Our innovative and active chamber is successful because of our smart and engaged members who cultivate our strong business community. With more than 60 years as an integral part of the Grandview, Upper Arlington, and Marble Cliff communities, the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership is dedicated to a single purpose, the success of the business community. You can find a link to our website in the podcast notes to learn more about the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. For information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast, our contact information is in the podcast notes. Make sure you rate and review our podcast on iTunes. That helps us spread the word about Business Inspires. This is North American Broadcasting's Brett Johnson. As you heard in the Business Inspires podcast, we're going to continue to hear more about Columbus Food Adventures in this Business Inspires podcast extra. Brian Cheeks from Destination Grandview, our Business Inspires podcast partner, suggested we include Columbus Food Adventures in our initial podcast. But Thea, how did you come up with this title, Food Adventures? Well, um, we wanted to start a, a food tour company um, in Columbus, and um, I think we knew that some of our tours were going to be a little more on the adventurous side. We're very passionate about ethnic food in Columbus and the taco truck scene and food trucks in Columbus. So I think kind of that's where the adventure side of it, that it wasn't, um, not all the tours were going to be just kind of the standard walking tours, that we were going to do some things that are a little bit more unusual. So Your background lot of food. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to eat. I like to travel. And, um, you know, food is just such a great way to connect with different places. Um, and, you know, we love to, to say, you know, within Columbus, you can have amazing travel experiences while you're still inside 270 because we have such a great diversity of food from all over the world in, in central Ohio. Now, this is kind of hidden deep, but you're a, you, you are a Himalayan expedition leader. Yeah, I've done, <laughs> I love this. I've done quite a few different things. I've uh, this is not my first career. <laughs> Let's, I love it. How long were you that? And this this is oh, uh, that was uh, it was a three month expedition. I did, did nice. some other expedition leadership, but the the Himalayan one was a three month expedition. Just the word Himalayan, I'm going <laughs> no way. <laughs> Excellent, that's great. Um, what's a typical tour like? So um, all of our tours that we offer um, are food tours. And a food tour is kind of a cross between a guided tour that you, you know, might be familiar with, like a kind of a history tour, um, and a progressive dinner. So on all of the tours, you're going to stop at different businesses um, and have some samples, have some things to eat, taste, have something to drink, um, and really learn about the business, hear their story. Um, often we get to meet the, the chef or the owner. We might get to go behind the scenes. Um, but it's really just um, a different experience than just going to eat in a restaurant by yourself. 
12 tours, including uh, some private food tours as well. Talk about that. So, yeah, we have um, we have 12 different tours that we offer kind of to the public. Um, people can just go onto the website and buy tickets for the tours. Um, and of those 12, um, four of them are neighborhood walking tours, like the Grandview Avenue um, walking tour. We have a Short North, a German Village, and a Worthington um, food tour. So they're, they're all walking tours. Um, and then we have um, van tours. Um, where we go off and explore ethnic restaurants or we taste lots of desserts or we do um, coffee, we have a meat lovers tour. So they're kind of more themed um, tours um, that cover a wider wider area. Um, and then um, we also do, as you mentioned, private tours. So that can be for a group of eight or more people. Um, we do a lot of um, corporate tours, um, either for team building or maybe they're entertaining clients and they want to really show off um, Central Ohio. Um, so we um, do a lot of tours for groups, but we also do um, you know, some birthdays or bachelorette parties, so all kinds of different, um, different groups. Going over your website, I really don't think you've missed any detail. I, I love uh, the, the FAQ section, especially if you have any questions about what a tour is going to be like or what to expect during the tour. You've got it covered there. Yeah, we try to. We have videos of some of the tours. We have a lot of photos on the website as well. And um, we try and give people answers to, to questions they'll have and give them a kind of a, an intro to the tour without too many spoilers. You know, sometimes if you read too much about something before you do it, it kind of can you know, take take away from the experience a bit. Um, so we try not to, to spell it out too much, but we do um, like to explain things to people before they come on the tour. Sure. Website address is? ColumbusFoodAdventures.com. We'll have those in the, that link in the podcast notes as well, too. Thanks for being a part of the Business Inspires Podcast Extra. Thank you. Thanks for having me. At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon. Or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. With OneNet on Vodafone Business, you can make and receive landline calls from your mobile, meaning your office could be here. Or here. Or more likely, here. Hello, Saunders Designs. How can I help? Your office can be anywhere with our OneNet virtual landline. Available on our new and limited data plans. The future is exciting. Ready? Vodafone Business. Max download, upload speeds, apply to data. Coverage may vary. Unlimited and OneNet terms at vodafone.co.uk slash terms.